Hi, it's Dave here, and this is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinemile, the podcast where we used to walk home from the movies. <laughs> and now we sit at home watching movies. Yeah, so what, what our unique podcast premise was has now um, slightly evaporated. You can't walk home from the cinema when they're, they're not open. Yeah, um, and as we mentioned in our last little um, episode, we... We're just going to watch some shit at home. We're just going to watch some shit at home. We totally <laughs> get that, like... Right now is a very distressing time for everyone, us included. And one of the things in the world that makes us happiest is our podcast. And loads of you have been so kind to say that it's helping you and making you happier. So we just want to continue as much as we can, business as usual, not to diminish anything anyone's going through. But we just want to keep this about fun and movies. And it's honestly as much for our sake as it is for anyone else's. Because doing our podcast is our favorite thing, right? Aside from spending time with our kids some of the time. Yeah, you really walked into that one. <laughs> spending time with our kids some of Most the time. Most of the time with the toddlers, lovely. You know, they're going to possibly hear this when they're older. They won't bother. They'll yeah. be, at this point, there'll be like 600 episodes. They're probably not going to come <laughs> they're back. They're never going to come back for the Rambo they're not gonna come Last back Blood <laughs> review. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I think we're safe on this one to say that sometimes spending a lot of time yeah. with, a, with the toddler when you're social distancing is hard work. I just want to say, Oscar, Elliot, if it's... <laughs> 20 years from now and you're all grown up and you've just watched Rambo Last Blood and wondered what your 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 old parents thought of it back in the back in the epidemic of of 2020 yeah uh we love you we love spending time with yeah, you yeah absolutely love it yeah um don't ignore so your ignore your mother ignore me it's absolute pleasure just be indoors with the toddler for eight hours a day <laughs> right um so the reason we decided to watch Rambo Last Blood was because we didn't catch it in the cinema and we're both long-term Rambo fans. And I don't know if many people caught it yeah. in the cinema, to be honest. No, because it was supposed to be terrible. <laughs> Didn't it get absolutely hammered? What is this? Is this Rambo 4 or Rambo 5? This is Rambo... Oh, I don't know. 4 or 5? This is 5. Because there, the Ram- there was Rambo First Blood. No, there was First Blood, which wasn't called Rambo, right? And then there was Rambo 2. Was it called um, Rambo 2? Clearly we've done loads of research here. Normally we actually have yeah, some research done. Up. Then there was Rambo 3, which had a title as well, where we went to Afghanistan. That was the latest one, the he, new one. And he helped the Taliban fight the Russians. Out. Yeah. No, that's not the latest one. That was in the 80s, baby. Oh, sorry. Communism So times. then there was a fourth one. He was helping the Taliban fight right, sorry. the Russians. Then there was a fourth one that we saw about a decade ago in the cinema. That's right. It came back yeah. around 2008, 9-ish. <laughs> Amazing research um, here, by the way, guys. Take and that every- one was just called... Rambo. Rambo or maybe it was called John Rambo so, and that one was in Burma I seem to recall um, I'm sorry I'm just again saying gr- massive pinch violent. massive pinch of salt here to everyone we have no idea what we're talking about on dates yeah, okay? maybe we should have done the reason anyway do you know what we're here's like, how I feel about the Rambo movies go cool. First Blood incredible, incredible holds up love it uh, now I haven't seen it in 10 only, years but I love it no no I've seen we've both seen it several times yeah and my feelings towards it are unchangeable um, like the wind it cannot it's, it's, it the is the wind changes all the time okay bad <laughs> bad metaphor alright uh, like something that doesn't change my love for Rambo will remain for Rambo First Blood so, something that won't change your love for spending all day with a toddler in a house stop will you stop it we're doing okay um, we love you Oscar of the future and we hope you've grown up <laughs> to, we hope to you not, no longer climb walls <laughs> um First Blood is like not only like a absolutely like brilliant rollicking survival action movie which is a lot of fun it's also like um, 
man on a mission, man against a town, man against authority movie. It's, it's so it, it's, which is fun. Uh, it's also got like um, it's got something to say about the way uh, America treats war veterans um, and society treats war veterans after the fact when they return home, uh, and it ends in a you know not really a spoiler but like it ends in a very emotional monologue from uh, a very brilliant Sylvester Stallone um, and it's say one I of, don't remember it that much all I remember is that I really liked it when I first saw it's it it's awesome it's a very relatively simple story um, that's both entertaining and, and thought provoking and it's a, a lovely performance yeah, and Sylvester the, Stallone in his peak, really, in the early 80s. It really is. One of the all-time great movies. Yeah. Then, basically, Rambo 2, they just ignored all that war is terrible. Look at the psychological effect it has on this man. And it's basically like, <laughs> we've got to send him back. <laughs> we've got to send him to Vietnam so we can kick ass. The one that we watched, Rambo 4, I'm guessing, judging by our poor memories, that we watched in the last decade in the cinema, possibly when we lived in Sydney... We were horrified by that movie, weren't we? It was just kind of disgustingly disgusting, violent. Yeah. And uh, also the 80s stuff gross. was really violent, but like, they, you know, there was an era where you had really violent movies with like Sylvester Sloan and Arnold Schwarzenegger and it was kind of of its time. And then when we watched it new, anew, like in the modern setting, it was like, ooh. But Rambo, yeah, that's what Rambo 2 and 3 became. He became this symbol of 80s America a gung-ho action hero excess and if anything like someone smarter than me has probably written a a brilliant um, thesis on how that like Rambo 3 in particular is sort of reflective of America on the world stage yeah uh, in the late 80s so uh, just just Rambo himself represents somebody just barreling into a situation with American interests in which has nothing to do with them between the Russians and the, the Taliban in Afghanistan and just picking a side and completely disrupting everything and pick, picking up a bow and arrow and shooting down a helicopter, which yeah. is what happens. So it, it's this mix of like absurd, um, nonsensical action hero mixed with extreme Reagan era politics. And that's so that's what kind of Rambo evolved into. Now we're here in what 2019 Rambo Last Blood I don't even know what this is about but um, he's I mean, kind of surely, a dinosaur of a character it's, it's surely the bookend if the first one's called First Blood the last one's called Last you Blood you would hope so but, now, then, I, but then Sylvester Stallone just loves keep res- resurrecting things doesn't he, he does often well, successfully because Rocky, Rocky came back we think he very did, successfully we're huge Rocky fans Twice. of this podcast and he did an amazing job bringing it back and I think that Rocky I'm just looking up now this Rambo was out in 2008 and Rocky was just before that I believe wasn't it uh, yeah, or the Rocky Rambo. Balboa came out around the same time yeah, as Rambo. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. this, like, that was, like, reviving a beloved character and make, making everyone feel good, and this one didn't. Yeah, Rocky Balboa was 2006. So, anyway, we're here to open-minded watch Rambo Last Blood. Um, don't know if any of you caught it in the cinema. Let us know if you did. We've just rented it on Sky Store, and I'm glad to be watching it. Yeah, I'm interested to see But I would anyone, never have gone to see it in the cinema. If anyone else has watched this or not, or are we just talking to ourselves? Yeah. Let's find out. And All also, right. um, 86 minutes long. That's actually the primary reason yes. we picked it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Looking at you, 90 minutes or less film festival podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be one for you. Yeah. All right. Um, on with the show. We'll see you in a, in a bit after, uh, well, we'll see you in 86 minutes of our time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I've lived in a world of death 
I've watched people I've loved die. Some fast with a bullet. Some not enough left to bury. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. All these years I've kept my secrets. But the time has come to face my past. And if it comes looking for me, they will welcome death. Oh my god, wait, 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 all right. We had one um one thing we wanted from this was light a light-hearted uh, entertaining movie I think to make us forget about this. We'd forgotten what Rambo movies are like? <laughs> what the fuck? I think we, we were did, confusing we pick, it with Rocky. Oh, we picked the wrong movie. This is a nasty, grim, horrible, seedy <laughs> look at the worst of humanity at a time when we really shouldn't have been exposed to that. I mean, this is like, we said it was 87 minutes long. It's actually way shorter than that. That was just... What That's including the credits. When we downloaded it, and what a lot it said. of people made this garbage. Um, Guys, this is not a good movie. I don't recommend watching this. It's. I hope nobody the, <laughs> took our advice. <laughs> well, we didn't advise anyone to watch it. Um, the best thing about this movie, hand on heart, is at the very end when it's over. There's a montage of all the Rambo movies. Yes. And then I went, oh my god, yes, I remember Rambo one now. That was really good. Uh, and yeah. then and then the montage started going through the other movies and you're like Nye! and then well, even well, the one ten years ago was like god that's not looking so bad now is it okay Rambo 1 as we said great movie Rambo's from then onwards uh, kind of farcical but in the same way the Rocky movies took that trajectory like Rocky 1 Oscar winning excellent movie yeah Rocky's <laughs> two to <laughs> two to five. I will not hear a word. Increasingly ridiculous to the point where you get to the point of Rocky Four, which is my personal favorite yeah. one. I will not hear a bad word about no, no, Rocky Four. But Rocky Four is amazing, but it's not like. But you couldn't look at it and say Rocky Rocky Four is a piece of a, an artistic piece of work. It's not. It's nonsense. It's pure. It's it's just a, a, a string of montages. Rocky uh, next Four, to each other. It, but it's so is a classic. Intensely fun. Yeah, and silly. And that's what the Rambo's two and three were a bit like. Like even just watching him come out in the credits there, you know, in Rambo two, he 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 completely covers himself in mud and then I lies mean, against the wall. He takes down a helicopter with a with a bow and arrow. And the first like, one, as I was watching it, uh, the, the clips of it, there is like, you know, it really did have a lot to say about the psychological effect of war on somebody and. You know, it, it had something to say. Yeah, this movie has nothing to say. I, I'm the only- genuinely shocked that they... Now, this is obviously going to be the last Rambo movie because it's complete turd. Well, it's called Last Blood. And it's called Last Blood. I'm shocked that they... That this is how they bookended the saga. Yeah, it's like, disappointing. This added... This not only added nothing... Uh, does nothing good for the world and, and isn't particularly entertaining by a couple of funny bits... In a montage, um, it's actually like it's a, he's it's our nasty. protagonist. I felt he's gross. our protagonist, right? Say for want of a better word, he's our hero. We're yeah. following his journey. This is an absolutely horrid way for his saga to end. Like this is not what you don't invest five movies in a character for this shit. Like, yeah. um, why don't we say right? We'll get to full spoilers in a minute. I think, yeah, and I'd recommend. Um, 
not watching this movie. <laughs> and I'd recommend if you if you're just listening to this and kind of curious, stick with it. Go into Spoiler Street, and we'll tell you everything that happens. Yeah. And and then we can all have a laugh. And about we it. usually say like, you know, don't listen past spoiler warnings. No, just just don't, just don't watch, watch this it. garbage. Yeah, don't watch it. And actually, you know look, it's not Spoiler Street tonight. We're home on Spoiler Sofa. It's a Spoiler a, it's, Sofa. Sorry, it's yeah. a fun sofa. A lot of chocolate and wine gets consumed on the sofa. We will. I will say so. If you if you don't really don't want um, spoilers, then top line this movie is about we start with a a much older John Rambo who's living on an idyllic ranch um, with an elderly Hispanic woman and uh, a young Hispanic woman who it turns out is his niece and then the niece and turns out the older woman is like his live-in nanny which seems a bit odd given the niece is 16 I'm not sure what the situation there is then the niece um, goes to find her uh her biological father in Mexico who she manages to hunt down and then let's just say things go very very badly from there and John Rambo has to has to step in and like top um, line thoughts for me are like um, first of all I find it I find the dialogue shockingly bad in this movie right yeah it's a bad script it's a really bad script um, I actually wrote down some lines normally we don't take notes in this podcast but we're at home now so why not Um. I want this Rambo says this at one point I want them to feel our grief as if it's the last thing they'll ever feel it's like okay Rambo that's great um, it's all over the place <laughs> I basically never talk about editing because editing is not something I see when I watch movies I just, it's not something I notice it's not something on my radar this is shockingly edited it's movie it's choppy if there's it, scenes where like it goes from one to the next and you're like huh you're like oh where are we now I also the, think it's because I'd say it was originally longer and they kept cutting it back because it was so bad yeah yeah, because this, it's like there's no linking scenes it's, feels and it's like all action a lot on the floor here there's a there, it's lacking in like a visual continuity like as an audience the language of cinema we're all so comfortable with now yeah that when it's wrong you feel you feel it like there's a scene it. where he's basically on a sofa and then in the next scene he's murdering someone and you're like <laughs> could we have at least seen him yeah. walk to the place where he was going to murder someone it was just it just needed a few bit more connective tissue yeah like and um, I, to be fair like I liked that it was pacey because it need, God it needed to be pacey but what's so weird about this movie is that as we said it's about 80 minutes long the first 20 minutes because I actually paused the telly to check because I was interested the first 20 minutes is like a teen drama so only yeah. 60 minutes of this movie is a Rambo movie like that's quite odd the right the first act is like ridiculously saccharine and weird and like completely tonally jarring to the other thing and there's a teenage like um, there's a teen party in this like it's about so, the niece so graduating Rambo, like, Rambo alright let's just get get ahead of this right Ram, this isn't really a spoiler this is the very beginning Rambo we'll just go to spoiler street now look spoiler let's just sofa. go to spoiler yeah, street I have to, one more thing to say before spoiler on, street yeah, go on. I'm just devastated by the fashion in this movie he never put a headband on <laughs> that would have been weird though it's a Rambo movie <laughs> yeah but like what's like, it it's like a Rocky movie with no boxing gloves <laughs> are you Rocky 5 honestly he's trying to be stealthy it's ups- he oh sorry he's trying to be yeah, stealthy he's not he? very good at it as it, as we saw um anyway all right absurd and I, it was yeah I can't believe they did that it's like his iconic thing and let's, he didn't he didn't have it so that's to- just it's like was there scenes with him wearing it and they got chopped in the chopping board I don't know I don't think but so. fair play to Sylvester Stallone because honestly like oh sorry yeah how is he doing this shit at his no, age? he he's he's good in this he's giving a he's I think he's giving a solid performance here and I. 
I just think he's not he's not being He's 73, up. so he was like about 70 when they made this movie. He's been, he's he's doing solid work to be fair to him. He uh It's just like the point the film, of the film is letting him down. Yeah, but Dave, it was made by uh, Balboa Productions and yeah. Stallone like <laughs> wrote some of the script. Um like when you compare this to the Creed movies where he just puts in an absolutely wonderful performance and yeah, Oscar so nominated on Creed. And like Creed feels like such a great movie for a load of reasons. Um, not in the least because it casts like a black lead. It's quite diverse. It's telling a really interesting, I thought a really interesting story. This movie is like openly racist towards Mexican people. Yeah, I wa- let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. It's okay, we so still haven't got to spoilers we're on, No, no, we're on spoiler sofa now, right? Are we? Sp- yeah. Spoilers? Why not? The, for well, Rambo well before we get to spoilers, if you want us to turn off here, the film's racist. <laughs> yeah. Full stop. Um, spoiler sofa now. Here's why it's racist. The beginning of this movie is this, um, is presents this like idyllic American ranch um, you, like it, it you, you may as well. I mean, idyllic's a strong word. May Dave. as well have had the American flag flying over. Idyllic's it. a very strong word for what this ranch is. Yeah, whatever it looks, it's like, my worst nightmare. Yeah, well, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like a, but it's presented as this like idyllic, peaceful country existence. Rambo's happy. There's and his so idyllic. He's got a key. He's got tunnels, got tunnels. full of booby <laughs> traps. His poor my, knees. My favorite bit at the beginning was when he's on the horse. Um, with his niece <laughs> and she's like oh I wanna, I wanted to go off to this uh, to this party with my friends would that be cool and he was like why don't you ever want to come here hang out here and she's like because oh, you're weird she um, said because last time they were here you scared them you scared them. them and he said do you know what you can go in the tunnels with your friends as <laughs> if it's t- like a treat <laughs> the tunnels that he apparently built he built so- he's built like these Viet Cong level like um, war bunkers under his but house. Did he, how like do you build Doomsday them? Prepper like, style. With the digger or like by hand with a shovel? Like what's he been up to? Oh, I don't know. He had a lot of time in his house. <laughs> this move, this whole movie is, it's a conservative parent's nightmare. It's just, this is Fox, this is Fox News, this movie. It's like it was written by Fox News. The, um, foreign places are dangerous. Drugs are bad. You, you know, your your friend in the grungy shirt is a bad influence. Uh, Mexicans are will steal your kids and sell them for sex and violence is the solution to everything yeah it's like it's That's, unbelievable like so what the, the girl says um, the niece she's like 16 or 17 and she says oh like I've found my dad in Mexico and I want to see him and first of all of course Rambo's just like you can't see him he has a black heart don't go to Mexico but he's also like you basically like why he suggests her going to Mexico is like the equivalent of her going to like Syria or something right yes like it's so his reaction is seems really odd but she never says I'm going to a a place a particular place in Mexico which it could be widely considered dangerous all she says is I'm going to Mexico to find my dad and then the um, you would infer though that jo- John wo- Rambo, who knows her dad, would know the city she's talking about. Perhaps, but the wo- but all we get we get a scene when the the um, motherly figure is uh, saying you can't go. She says, "I'm going to Mexico to find my dad." She says, "You can't go to that place; it's dangerous." Yeah, it's weird. Which like, is basically this. Mo- there's no mention of a place. There's just Mexico, and that's all we see of Mexico. Besides the journalist. Um, 
the journalist fighting for her sister's uh, death who is an entirely inconsequential character except to she what? must have had more to do in some original cut because yeah. it was weird how little put, she had She to saves do. him at one point. That's the only thing she contributes to the movie. But like, but the, the, the movie just shows bizarre. you a Mexico which is like absolutely hellish. And yes, uh, um, there, there is serious drug cartel um, problems in particular in, in Mexico and some but bad stuff like happening. within one but day of a young girl arriving. It's a tourist destination. I yeah. mean, it's like, this isn't, you've just, you've this is... People of a of uh, people of a certain age would watch this and just I think it's assume that's what Mexico. But also, is. what really annoyed me about Rambo is she's like, I want to go to Mexico for my dad. Like clearly, she really wants to do it, right? The way to get around that issue is if you know, understandably, you. you don't want any sixteen-year-old traveling anywhere on their own. So you think that like they'd have made a better attempt of stopping her going than just telling her not to and her going okay I'm gonna go sleep over at my friend's house now. <laughs> yeah see you later and, and they're, they're like Bye. great I'm so glad we resolved this situation and, and you're never going to Mexico when she gets to Mexico she like meets her friend who's dressed like someone from like Seattle in 1992 <laughs> yeah, and yes. is a grunger and but like the movie's telling you like grungy people are evil but the friend <laughs> like the friend made no sense like the friend did find the dad for her which is kind of doing a solid but then for no reason they show the friend like eyeing up her bracelet like she's gonna steal it and then her and the friend go out in a club and she gets like drugged and then she gets kidnapped by these men and that's suddenly when we were like oh this is Taken oh yeah the movie the movie's just like what if John Rambo if plus Taken plus Home Alone (laughs) like slash Skyfall and then but like I think this makes Taken look very tame in terms of what in terms of what happens to the girl I haven't actually seen Taken Oh well, trust me. This does not happen. The daughter in Taken. Yeah, this is this is nasty, nasty stuff. And this and this is the the um the underground uh, sex slavery industry. And I can't believe we're even having to talk about this. Is is a is one of the the, the worst things about humanity, and it is a thing that exists and has been documented. This movie is in no way capable of tackling a subject like that I don't know wh- I, I don't know without, what this movie like what they just, were thinking just be, just na- it's just nasty it just it it wants to just delve into the nastiest possible thing that could happen to this poor girl and then kills her after the entire experience like just when provide- they killed her we were like I'm j- I was we paused it and we were like what but I'm sorry isn't this another example and, and you tell me of like um, a, a woman a female character existing to uh, yeah. serve a man's plot it's a very common she, trope she, ex- she exists so that she can be ab- tortured mutilated and, and killed murdered, yeah. to serve John Rambo's revenge that's her only function and what's truly shocking about the treatment of, of this character in this movie is she did not need to die for Rambo to want to extract the, his hellish yeah, revenge he could have protected her it is motive enough that she was kidnapped and drugged and her face was gouged out with a knife and honestly like it how she was treated in her initial meeting with her dad like we kind of laughed as the scene was happening because it was absolutely absurd yeah she's like why did why her. did you leave me and my mother and then he He's been quite civil and courteous to her to this point, uh, and he—he's he, like, "Oh, hey, you look you really look like, so your, like mother. your mother." Wow, I how did you track me down? And then it's like, "Oh, yeah." And then he almost very callously and casually says something along the lines of, "Never wanted you when your mother died. I could, I didn't. I, I couldn't, couldn't bear being left with you." 
Um, so, so I, I'm not, but I'm not sure. It was just jarring. I was just like, yeah, I guess, yeah. With, with the film has told us literally with the dialogue that this he, this man has a black heart. Like he could have literally just rejected her, but without. Like I just don't think that if you showed up on someone's doorstep, they. I, I, it was almost like they shot two different versions of the scene and then edited them together because his face was smiling and he's like, "Oh, you look so like your mom." And then it cut to her, and then I cut back to him, and his face was all angry, and he was like. I never loved you. I hated your mother. Goodbye. Like it, yeah. it was really it was just weird. Weirdly vindictive, and, yeah. and just like uh, it's just again a horrible thing to put that 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 girl through. It was horrific. And then like when Rambo- Do you know what this film has a black heart. That's what this, and this this film has nothing to say about anything. I think it's um, rooted in um, stereotypes and it's racist. Uh, it's. I mean, not that the other Waste movies were in. An like, interesting character. Well, I guess the, to, to be fair, yeah, it is maintaining the long legacy of. It's just like jingoism to have if you skipped all the Rambo other Rambos movies. and you went from Rambo First Blood to Rambo Last Blood, you would be like, "What the fuck?" Well, it's funny you say that because I've seen DVD packs in like Tesco, which are bundled those two together. So that that would I mean, be a very would be a jarring. weird gift to receive. And then when Rambo like arrives in Mexico to kind of you know rescue her because the friend phones him to say she's missing. He like did you notice there's a scene where he basically throws away his meds? Oh yeah. So there's there's some implication of like psychological treatment or, you know, clearly we know he's had a lot of mental trauma, but there's some implication around that. And then and then we never see that again. And and again I I think there was stuff going on here that at one point was more interesting because it's almost like know. he's given up and he's like had been medicated to an extent and for his rage or his lust for blood maybe I think I don't think there's a in, more interesting or a better version of this film lying on the cutting room floor to no. be honest I don't think re- release <laughs> release the Rambo cut is going to be a hashtag no that, I don't think so either that's trending and then he shows up kind of at the first this is when we were like wait this is happening already like 30 minutes in he shows up basically then we thought oh is this going to be Jack Reacher because he's trying to scope out the brothel and at least 70 men are circling him and we thought oh my god the, this first of all he's like this old old man right so you think that they would just be like oh there's an old man walking around why would 70 men circle him and start screaming at him well, like he was in their territory yeah but they literally you'd be like Jesus do you need a hand like he's so old <laughs> are you around. okay can, can, uh, we, <laughs> can we help you with your shopping and then they like <laughs> all start beating him up and like slice his face with a knife and that's when we were like oh my god we forgot how violent Rambo movies are and then they say throw him in no but acid. this is particularly violent ah come on the last one the last Rambo oh, the last movie one was, was way bad. worse than this yeah, and then um Anyway, this journalist comes and saves him, the journalist who never does anything again. And then, and then what happens? And they say, throw him in acid. No, they don't. And then the baddie says, uh, pulls the photo of his niece and says, these girls are just things. They're not people. They have no worth. And it's like, again. You could just hear a screenwriter sitting down and thinking, what's the most evil thing uh, anyone can say? Uh, It was just like. It just made no sense. And then he's like, instead of killing her we're gonna make her instead of killing you we just want you to know that for the rest of her life we're gonna make her suffer every single day it's just like okay obviously these people are truly cruel and evil but like it just didn't really make any sense that he would say that to John Rambo and then Rambo wakes up in what is my absolute worst nightmare which is he's on the journalist's couch but like she's put no sheet under him 
<laughs> I, I think that's so disgusting <laughs> when you sleep on someone's sofa and yeah. there's no sheet it's the most disgusting thing about honestly this movie. it's truly horrifying um and then yeah so I thought like oh god where are they going with this plot like is she going to help him unravel you I, thought there was going to be a love interest I thought interest. maybe they'd hook and I was up. like how are you going to squeeze I a just, love interest I into don't this? know because it I, had to go I thought well it has to go somewhere right you thought, you thought he was just going to stop on his like insane quest to to protect his to save his niece from child slavery to have like a one night stand no I just thought this plot has to be going somewhere oh no and she's oh, a journalist who was apparently like unraveling something but that never happened <laughs> yeah she and just <laughs> so like <laughs> no. it made sense that I thought something would come of it right they wouldn't just leave it like hanging in the air no. and then this is the scene where he's literally talking to her and then next minute oh no that's later on but how this when he goes straight into the brothel then with a the hammer and that's when we were like we did cheer a bit well yeah look uh, we got you got to admit there is a a sort of a weird a nasty instinctive um, celebration when we see justice and revenge in a violent yeah, way. Yeah, look, we're, we're I think for violence, we, 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 we as hum- humans celebrate violence in many ways and well, no, I it's enjoyable I, to enter t- to watch. I don't celebrate violence but no, when they sorry. set people up who are this baddies and then he shows up and starts kicking what their am ass. I, what am I trying? You know what I'm trying to say? There's like, there's a thrill to violence. It's why violence is popular in culture since the gladiators arena like we're and we're not immune or better than that when you're like, when I enjoyed you're watching enjoyed watching him get his revenge be, because we because they're baddies yeah yeah but but you're watching a man bash people's head in with a hammer it's like i, I thought it was wince i was wincing but i was also like yeah he did it well it's it was like, like so it's a weird sort of conflict inside yourself it was weird and but then i just thought why didn't he just do this in the first place because he went in Hit everyone with the hammers, took the knees and left. Well, Why did he do the whole rooftop what Jack Reacher the, thing? What did the journalist provide him with that he didn't already have? Maybe the location of where the girls were? That's it. Like, and, and the location of the girls. No, no, had. he had the location already because she found him when he was up on the roof. Do you know what? Nobody cares about this. <laughs> Nobody Nobody's cares. Listening. They're all, they're lizard, like, I'm so sorry, guys. They're like, so God, sorry, the cinema ha- is awful when they don't go to the cinema. <laughs> We're just like picking apart the minute of a movie that they haven't seen and don't care yeah. about. Let's anyway, about- walks, anyway, look, he gets the niece right, brings her home and then she dies in the car yeah. and this is the bit when we just went, Huh? I'm just like fuck this movie. I mean, I I like what, really I, what should have happened wanted if, to turn it off at that stage. If they wanted to go down this road with it, this horrific road that I have no idea whether even touch the subject matter with a barge pole. To be honest, because um, it's so poorly handled, I can take it as like classy compared to this. Um, why didn't they have the plot where like he collects the niece, brings her over the border, leaves her at a hospital? And then the rest of the movie could have continued exactly the same way. Yeah, I, I don't know. They it's want to. Really I, I almost feel like Sylvester Stallone in the writers' room, and they're and they're all like, "No, this should be dark. This is about the darkness of of humanity." And he's seen so much darkness, and there's no. I was like, "Why end it on this note? Like, why have our? We followed him for five movies, and now we've seen this. Like, you know, again, we said like this this woman who only exists to serve his plot die in this horrific way, and it's just." that was like the lowest point of the movie 
But then we do have to say the last kind of 20 minutes when it basically turned into Home Alone, we yeah. quite enjoyed. That was quite enjoyable. Yeah. But it was basically, it was also almost like too much. It was excessive. Like he had, so he sets up his house Home Alone style with just booby traps and obviously his tunnels. And then he lures the bad guy and his team None of this makes any sense, by the way. And then just basically just murders them one by one with all these ridiculous traps that he's memorized. But there are, they're like, there must have been like 40 different booby traps in those tunnels like it's not just like in the Rambo or an episode of the A-Team where there's like uh, one spike thing over there and, and one trap thing like he he had like grenades bombs sawed off shotguns uh, t- at least traps. two spike uh, uh, p- uh, trap doors that went, fell onto spikes and just like but like the the, the um, violence and the gore of this movie like people fall onto spikes and you're seeing it go through their eyeballs and just, which I also find quite satisfying from a visual effects point of view how they do all that it became like so, a schlocky horror movie certainly by that time we were enjoying I can ourselves. enjoy that like yeah, I yeah, can yeah. enjoy that it's the, the stuff with the niece that I found bizarre but the but they felt like it felt like three different movies but it was completely unearned right so he's encountered the baddie once and fair enough obviously they have a bad exchange and the niece dies but at no point and this is very rare for me did I feel emotionally invested in the niece's plot like I didn't like cry when she died and I wasn't upset when she was kidnapped because she the movie didn't serve her as a character and it was just a plot mechanism to get from A to B yeah none of it resonated so so when these men then showed up because he lured them because they had his driving license like it didn't feel earned it wasn't one of those moments where like for example in Rocky like when Ivan and Rocky fight in Rocky 4 when Drago and Rocky fight every part of you like is invested in that fight right they've like le- they've built a whole movie up to it it's incredible well the, in this that, movie they, when the baddies show up it's like there's no there's nothing well in that instance a character has died who you've spent a few movies with yeah and the the main character and 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 is kind of fleshed out like she's not she's not fleshed out she's he keeps talking about how in this movie John Rambo talks about her I can't even remember her name like she's this like you were the uh, she's just horse riding you were the the image of innocence I never thought I'd see such innocence and good in the world again but she is literally that that's all she is she's just like this she's like the manic pixie dream vanilla yeah idea of purity I mean there was nothing to her character so it's just like she just keeps talking about how when she was five she was good at horse riding yeah that's it and she likes to write or something I yeah mean, just like, no no he was talking about oh, horse right. riding that's all he talked oh, about oh I thought she was going to be a journalist no and following the footsteps of the uh, Mexican journalist no so just <laughs> never like by the time <laughs> they show stop, up we stopped off it never felt movie. earned the beef between him and the baddies and then also the second thing that never felt earned was the true joy of something like a home alone is like we saw Kevin really setting it all up <laughs> this was suddenly just sorry what's, what's this when did Rambo do this like the the only like we saw this bit of a montage but like all I remember from the montage the Home Alone montage was the end which was epic when he like has his bow and arrow and is is has got some playing cards stuck on the wall of his shed and he like aims the bow and arrow directly at them and he puts an arrow through the ace of hearts and I'm like what does that mean but it looks good but that's kind of all the setup we saw and then next minute 
hundred men, Mexican men arrive and and have these it's like a video game then at that point. Like visually it just yeah. makes no sense. Like we actually couldn't even really follow it. Like we'd no sense of the geography. We knew the tunnels were gonna play a part because at the start when it when it opened at the tunnels, we were like, Oh, these are like Chekhov's tunnels here at the beginning of the movie. So we knew they had to come from Mexico back to the tunnels. So there wasn't even really an element of surprise or like it just No, you could like we hit the whole film laid out in front of us by the time we got to she got to Mexico and then the thing happened we were like oh so it's taken and, and we already knew the Home Alone thing was coming so it was like the surprising bit yeah. was because neither of us had ever even seen a trailer for this or read a review for it like we knew nothing about this movie the surprising bit for both of us was that it was a teen movie for the first 20 minutes yeah and I, I was I, really surprised I was by surprised that. at what this movie was and became because I didn't know where it was going yeah but, but, but by the time it revealed what it was I wasn't I was surprised because I didn't know that was what it was going to be but I wasn't surprised by what the movie was showing me because I've seen it all before yeah it's just derivative and it just looked like a set it looked so cheap the tunnels yeah yeah it was very unimpressive looking now I have to say I really you know you really enjoyed when he pulled that dude's heart out yeah a part of me really enjoys silly violence like we're people who like Predator right we like we love Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Sloan's movies from the 80s that's just our taste and like even when the Expendables came back you know whenever the Sylvester Sloan assaults was happening in the noughties we really enjoyed the Expendables so I have to say the first one I have to say that like when he when he shot the body with the bow and arrow and pinned him to the wall of the shed and then cut his heart out of his like body <laughs> we were laughing and then pulled it out and showed it to him he showed him his own beating yeah. heart but now we've come on we've like, seen that before by a dude that did it without a knife and did it with his bare hands what was that and that's Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse oh no no wait no he was tearing guys necks out I can't remember hands. that yeah I think we've reviewed Roadhouse on this podcast yeah, haven't ne- we no we just watched it and uh, did an Instagram thing right about. but he was yeah no sorry I'm wrong Patrick Swayze was ripping guys throats out with his bare hand I mean, Which honestly, is awesome. when he started cutting, because he said to him, um, you know, I want you to feel what it's like for your heart to be ripped out of your chest. And you think he's speaking metaphorically? He ain't. <laughs> uh, so that bit, now we both had a good laugh at that bit, if yeah. we're going to be honest with our audience. So uh, yeah, look, I mean, we enjoyed the ultra violence um, but and the Home Alone stuff, but... It's so... I'm, I'm, gut- I'm gutted for them that, like, like I just the, the only such a misfire from the same guy who brought us Cree. That's what I don't understand. It, this is so bad. Yeah. Um, and then I actually uh, again because we've got our phones in front of us now because we're watching at home. Um, I wrote down his his final speech because thought we should read it out to the audience because I'm guessing oh, no one's seen it. This is um, absolute. So nonsense. basically, he's sitting on the porch on a rocking chair, like we think, bleeding to death. And uh, he except the credits end with him then just getting on a horse. Yeah, so we didn't know what that was about. But anyway, he goes, "My mind and soul got lost along the way. My heart was still. Wait, this is maybe my typing. My heart was still before where I was born. I would defend to the end the only family I'd ever known. All the ones I'd ever loved are now ghosts. But I will fight to keep their memories alive forever. Like." Sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are it's you like, talking about? <laughs> what like, is this? It's like... Um, and is this a nice way for your niece like to be remembered? It's like bad teen poetry. And also like... if Whether he lives or dies is like... He blew up. 
the entire tunnel network that he presumably spent a decade building to not kill the guy in the tunnels. It was just a show. No, he wanted to push him into the barn so that he could hit him with four arrows in the exact four spots where the cards were. Was it where the cards that's were? That's where he had practiced, yeah. Oh my God, like the are you The whole thing me? was ridiculously choreographed, which also makes no sense. How do you, how, do you, how did he know 150 men were going to come and exactly what all of them and were going to do? And also at one point, like, like <laughs> actually a couple of points in the tunnels when he's killing everyone, you just see the back of people's head, right? And he's like throwing an axe at someone's head here, like a machete at someone's head there. How did he know that he wasn't going to kill the main baddie? Like he waited. He, what happened is he killed everyone except the main baddie and was like, I wanted you to see all your friends die. It's like, how did you know he wouldn't have died when you first drove in <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you blew all their cars it's an off? absolute miracle he didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I just, I cannot right. believe this is the first I'm movie we've watched. I'm so disappointed. Uh, um, let's stop talking about this. Um, we did, um, we did, I remembered t- at the end of this, at the time that the said based on the character from a book that's it in the credits we saw based on a character created by David Morell the writer of the book and I remembered and we googled it that um, he didn't like this movie and here's what he said so this is David Morell who created the character of Rambo I agree with these Rambo last blood reviews the film is a mess embarrassed to have my name associated with it I mean I felt degraded and dehumanised after I left the theatre Instead of being soulful, this new movie lacks one. I felt I was less a human being for having seen it. And today, that's an unfortunate message. Jesus I mean, Christ. Wow. Um, I mean, I cannot blame him. Like, not that I've read the book, but like, having seen the first movie, and I know that there was some differences between the book and the movie, and the, the deterioration of the franchise since then, and then usually a book's a bit better than a movie. Yeah. So I mean, but then look at it. Sorry. It's such a he's sl- like that's such a shocking review to come from him. But and it's implying all the other reviews are bad as well. So we need to look it up now. Yeah, I remember seeing some sort of bad headlines for it, but um, I I don't know the detail. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to sort of reading reading up on it. I now. don't even think I will. So I just looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes, and it got eighty two percent audience score and a twenty seven percent critic score. Well, audience just like people's hearts being ripped out I guess it probably didn't have much <laughs> box office success with the people who bothered going to see it probably so six it. people saw it yeah. and, they, and uh, f- five of them liked it uh, yeah interesting anyway listen we need to go because this is what happens when we're not walking home I from guess, the movies uh, yeah. yeah god it's so it's such a depressing time and we just made it worse I don't think we made it worse because quite frankly I did get a bit of a laugh out of it because yeah. I didn't at no point did the social issues it was raising resonate because they were just so poorly handled exactly um, All right. I, I'm uh, yeah I, we had, at least this was fun I enjoyed our conversation also we um, it's kind of funny because whenever we go to the cinema we like never talk about the film and we aren't allowed to talk to each other about it until we start walking but obviously throughout this movie we kept pausing it and like talking about it so next time we do a movie yeah, we had dinner in the middle of this movie I mean we paused it like <laughs> um, so that this is quite a different experience we're missing the cinema already I think um, and guys at the time of recording Netflix is down I know God help us all God help us all right stay uh, stay positive out there stay everyone. distant stay, stay healthy um, and and we'll are, see you soon if you're enjoying the podcast you know I have to ask please head over to iTunes and leave us a review we'd love that yes yeah and uh, let us know if you if you got this far this episode <laughs> or if you actually did see Last Blood do you know uh, what I say loads of people saw it 
like yeah. it's a big franchise I'd have, been, I'd have been really pissed off if I came out of the cinema I haven't seen that I think if you'd paid for it well yeah. we did rent it for a couple of quid on Sky Store we're oh, never getting I, that money I want back my money back uh, <laughs> at the Cinemile Twitter, Facebook, Instagram thecinemile at gmail.com uh, do get in touch and, and look after yourselves yes. and um, don't watch this movie <laughs> no and yeah. let's pick something better next time here, let's here are some suggestions you, to be fair everyone gave us loads of suggestions yeah. of amazing things to watch and we ignored yeah, it all and stuck this this on. is our own fault alright All right. okay bye bye, bye.